Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Tender Love and Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down a show from the TLC network. The name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out that it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select a show to cover for the next episode by spinning our wheel of shame, which has only the trashiest of trash TLC and Discovery Plus shows that we will be studying. Hi, Kate. Oh, good evening. Good evening. Bonsoir, mademoiselle. Um... Kate, we are recording this right after recording yesterday, our episode that was available yesterday, because this is, you're listening to this on Wednesday. Um, So we discussed on the previous episode that was about 90 Day Fiancé, go back and listen to it if you haven't already, about the Shannon Storms Bedore DUI (laughs) that has happened. And... We are recording, this is coming out Wednesday, and I'm sure there's going to be so much more, probably a highly anticipated statement. I bet there's going to be a statement released, like, Tuesday. Yeah. Um, So we can't, you know, everything we're going to say now is probably all um, redundant, but Kate and I have been discussing it wildly. You can hear our theories on yesterday's episode. It is, it's, it's, it's wild. And there's been a lot going, a lot going on with that. In the Bravo world. I mean, the Bravo world just keeps on giving recently. Oh my gosh. Just never ending scandal and the news cycle never sleeps at Bravo. They, yeah. Never. Andy never. never. Andy is on it all. You know, if we could go through all of the housewives, someone will do this, all of the housewives and get all their mugshots. I mean, in Roni alone, Lou, Sonia, 
Leah. Who else had a mugshot? Tinsley. Who? Tinsley. Oh, Tins, of course, Tins. Yeah. And Bethany should. I mean, should we talk about Bethany in that makeup? That was... I know this is all old news now, but it was all over the weekend of Bethany going to... Has Carol Radzeville calls it her white saviour complex and taking a carrier bag full of opened makeup to somebody in TJ Maxx and going, here you go, love. I just want you, no, don't, don't say no. You just accept this half used, all open makeup. You take this and you remember who Bethany Frankel is. I mean, the, the way it has been parodied on Instagram, I've been howling. Oh my gosh, so ridiculous. But that being said, I would absolutely take that suitcase. <laughs> I would take it all. I would take it all. Be like, thanks, bitch. But I will tell you, when I served Bethany Frankel in my restaurant that I worked at many moons ago, because I have had contact with this woman, and I've discussed it before, she ordered like a twig tea. I shit you not, we actually had a twig tea that was like $7 for like hot water and a twig. I shit you not, it was ridiculous. Um <laughs> It was in this ultra healthy restaurant. She complained to me about the lid. No, 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 for ages. Um, but she she didn't give me any makeup then. You know, she didn't even give me she didn't even give me a skinny a signed skinny girl margarita bottle, oh. which I would have loved. Um, I think she tipped. I think she tipped. Can't remember now. Many years ago, but yeah, you're right, Kate. I would have accepted it all as well. So don't know, don't know what everyone's <laughs> complaining about. Yeah, what's the big deal? No, I'm just kidding. I yeah, it's. I saw this other thing that uh, on Instagram. It's like so, someone goes, "How do you know she can't afford makeup?" And Bethany okay. comments, "She's like she's breaking at TJ Maxx." <laughs> I can't. God, Bethany, stop. I can't with her. It's, you know what, I do, I am invested in how Bethany's latest videos have been, in response to this, have been all these veiled digs of, not veiled, but digs at Carol without saying Carol's name. She refuses to say her name. So she's like, you know, I live rent free in some people's minds and they love to come out with buzzwords to make themselves feel more intelligent than they actually are. Woo! I would love to get that feud going again, like full out war. Carol's trying to make it happen to be relevant, Carol Radzivel. I love saying it like that, like Luanne would always say. Okay, Carol Radzivel. But Carol, you know, Carol's someone who just doesn't want to talk about it anymore and has no interest in the housewives, does nothing but talk about the housewives. Yeah. I'm past it now. But anyways, Bethany, yeah. Stay past it. And then of course we have the um we have the callback to when Carol was selling all her stuff on Poshmark. She was selling um I shit, you know, it was so funny if you go and find this article, what she was selling. She was selling an oral B toothbrush on there. She was selling um a what remains like audio book and I swear it was like cassette I'm not kidding you the shit that she was she was doing gently used lingerie on there well maybe Bethany should have given the suitcase to Carol I think so by the way it wasn't a suitcase it was a carrier bag literally a bag (laughs) it was like a plastic bag filled with bottles give it to your daughter's friends like a normal person oh it's so funny it's, it's great 
Um, I would go into Sister Wives right now with you, Kate, but you know, you 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 need to still catch up. You've been doing a lot of catch up with TV, and it's a lot to watch. Mm-hmm. But guys, anyone that's caught up on Sister Wives, two words for you: beanbag. That's all I'm going to say. It's been a wild ride we're going on with Cody, and he's he's getting closer and closer to institution being institutionalized, and. There is not one scene where Mary is even filmed in a house anymore. She sits outside. There's snow in the background, and she's by a fire pit. And the way when they have the captions of him talking about Mary, there was a scene this week with him recount her recounting. This is long before catfishing. He had given one Christmas. Christine present after present after present. This is before Robin, before catfish. Christine, present after present after present, and didn't get Mary anything. He is a snake in the grass. He's so mean. Awful. Awful. Anyway, we're not going to talk about Sister Wives. We are going to come back. Um, We're going to do a solo recording. Kate is buzzing around this week. She's on a little vacate. So I'm going to be doing a solo recording um, coming out Friday of all things Bravo. So I'm sure we'll have a ton of Shannon Storm's Bador music. Shannon Storm's Bador galore on Friday. Okay. But before then, Kate, Let's get into our Wheel of Shame. How about that? Yeah. Okay. So the Wheel of Shame gave us a show this week called Disappeared. And this is how it is described on the app. Here today, gone tomorrow. Thousands of people go missing in the United States each year, leaving behind only a mystery without any clues. Their stories are told in Disappeared through the voices of family, friends, and investigators trying to solve the case with each hour-long episode recounting the final stages that led to a person's disappearance. Interviews with experts, including psychologists and forensic specialists, provide new insights into what may have happened, whether foul play was involved or the subject simply ran away. Now, this... I have definitely seen an episode or two of this before, I believe. Um, It has been going on... There's quite a few seasons. There's 11 seasons... Um, I kind of went through a couple of them and picked one that I'd actually already knew about, but I couldn't remember the conclusion. So, um, but it was season nine, episode seven, and it was called In Broad Daylight. And it was featuring the disappearance of 40-year-old Holly Cantrell. Now, Kate, have you ever seen any of Disappeared before? No, I don't believe I had seen an episode of this. Okay. Now, where is your level? I mean, it goes without saying where my level is because I spout about it all the time about unsolved crimes and disappearances. Where is your level of interest when it when you when there are shows like this that cover people that have just vanished? I don't seek it out, but yeah. when I do watch it, I'm interested and I, I'm in it. Yeah. yeah, I I enjoyed watching the story unravel and it was very sad and so yeah I like shows like this but I I watch them all the time okay I I had a friend who really can't watch disappearance shows watch true crimes but can't watch disappearance because of the amount of them that are unsolved and that question mark and you do watch some of these I watched a couple afterwards and you that someone 
has an answer. Someone has the answer. And if that person never tells anyone, never speaks about it, these people remain missing for eternity. And it's it's that that can really get its hooks in your brain and just get you so frustrated because you you need a solution, you need an answer. And it's also chilling that any one of us can just vanish. Absolutely. I, I can see why some people wouldn't be comfortable watching these stories because mm-hmm. it's really unsettling that these things just happen to everyday normal people every day. Very normal. This was 40-year-old Holly Cantrell. She lived in southeast Oklahoma in a place called McAllister. Very, very rural, farming, small town. Um, she was married to a man called Tommy. He was her second husband. And she had um, Wesley and Zachary with husband Tommy. And she had an 18-year-old son at the time of when she went missing named Trenton from a previous marriage. Loved animals. They kind of kind of talked about who she was. Loved animals. They had her cousin on there um, that spoke about spoke about Holly and who she was. And she was born in California, moved to Oklahoma when she was around eight, I think eight or nine. And she had a pet raccoon, which resonated so much. That was just so wonderful and beautiful. And she had a loving um, disposition when it came to animals and always would have goats and all these things around her. Um, She, as I say, she was married before, before Tommy. And she left him um, took her son Trenton and then met this guy Tommy, who was significantly older than her, right? Yeah, she was 23 and he was 46. Wow. Wow. Double, exactly double her age. I was wow. a little bit uh confused whether that was Trent's dad that had the big age gap or if it was her husband she had when she went missing. It was Tommy, I believe, the second husband. Tommy. Okay, yeah. So yeah. 23 and 46 when they got together. And he, I guess, already had a son from a previous marriage. Yeah. Also um, named Michael. So she stepped in and was a stepmom to Michael mm-hmm. and uh, had, I mean, just a working class family. She she worked really hard to get this yeah. job hospital and enjoyed her work. And the kid, the, well, we only really heard from Trenton, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. uh, They were a close family. They did everything together. They were outside all the time. And that's kind of the scene that is set. Yeah. And this show, I got nervous at the beginning because they said there was a notice that came up that said it will be some reenactments. So I was like, oh God, please don't make these tacky reenactments with, with this very serious, these serious cases. But it wasn't, it was very little reenactments. Um, but a lot of it was, you know, it was interviews with people who knew Holly and were intimately involved in the case. So it is something you'd see in like a forensic files, essentially. Um, and, um, yeah, so they lay out her day of her going missing and she got up for work and had breakfast, took the kids to the bus stop. They must have been young children, which is even more tragic in this case. And it was 20th of January. What year, Kate? I never wrote down the year. Oh, it was 2017. 2017. Okay. And she went to the hospital and she said to Tommy, you know, I'm finishing work at 4.30 and afterwards we need to go grocery shopping. So he knew, all right, that's kind of the schedule after I finish work and after she finishes work. 
So what's good about this show is that you do see the actual CCTV camera footage, which you always kind of want. And you do see some evidence photos and things like that. So you see the show footage of her leaving and parking, driving to work and parking in the um, health center's parking lot. She goes into work and she works four hours seeing patients back to back. It was just before noon. You see the footage of her walking down the corridor in the health center, scanning her ID to exit the building. And you see her walking in the parking lot and you see her walking and she keeps walking past her car and she approaches this green truck and you see what looks like a man get out the front and he's got like a Stetson hat on. That's what you kind of see. And she gets in the car willingly. There was no pulling or hauling of her, gets into the car and it drives off. The day goes on and it's getting later and it goes past 4.30 and Tommy doesn't hear from his wife. She's still not there. And he calls, no answer. Gets later and later, he decides to go to the the health center, goes to the health center to the parking lot and finds her car there. That's when he knew, Kate, that something was really wrong. Yes. Uh, He calls the police department right there from the hospital parking lot and ends up going into the station and telling them the info he knows about it. And they're going to wait 24 hours to file a missing person report. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with, obviously, okay, we watch, we all watch these shows and, you know, your first thought is always, it's always a husband. It's always the husband. And I would imagine, I was thinking about this, right? If you were an innocent husband that had a spouse go missing You'd be so terrified of misstepping or saying something because they've already looking at you as the number one suspect. They already think you've done it before you do it. You know, the police can say we always go on evidence, but they know because statistically it is usually the husband. You are going to be number one. So you'd be terrified. I imagine you go in and can you imagine if like you had had a massive fight that morning and they're like, oh, so did you? Yeah, we had a massive fight this morning. Or you think, no, I'll lie never lie to a cop because they'll always find out so i don't know i always go through that process of like that must be terrifying yeah if you have nothing to hide then i guess you just have to make that really obvious and be as cooperative as possible like you can have my phone you can have it on my computer like i'm an open which, book which he did and tommy was an open book and he was worried and started calling the family and 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 started getting people together and you know didn't didn't mention these two young children these two young boys at all but they evidently were still of school age so that must have been incredibly incredibly hard um they start to gather evidence we see you know the cousin talking um and they they obviously once they realize she's missing and a, a police report is filed they started she's interviewing her colleagues and her colleagues, Kate, revealed that she definitely was leading a very secret life. She had a boyfriend who was this family friend that was 10 years younger than her. And uh, so his name was Cody Ketchum mm-hmm. and they were having an affair and they track him down and he says, yes, I picked because they of course have seen the footage of her getting into this truck. 
yes, I picked her up and we were going to go to lunch. And then apparently he dropped her off at this restaurant. Yes. Brahms restaurant. I was confused why he didn't go in as well, but he ended up canceling plans with her for the rest of the afternoon because she would take off work in the afternoon to have the affair and be with him. And uh, so she... What he had said is that you're right. She, the colleagues had said she would usually take half a day off work um, to go and spend the evening, the afternoon with her boyfriend and then pretend she finished work and go back to her husband. But this Cody Ketchum said, you know, police were interviewed and they said he was very forthcoming, gave us his phone and everything because he said what happened is she, he picked her up, as you can see in the CCTV footage, and she took her to Brahms restaurant where she was having lunch with a friend. And so he dropped her off. And then he said, I, um, I'll i go and do whatever. I'll go and have lunch myself. And then I'll pick you up and we'll spend the rest of the afternoon together. He oh, said that though, he was called into work. So he texted her saying, um, actually, I, I can't make it. We can't spend this, uh, this afternoon together. And he said, she texted me back and just said, well, fine. I'll go back to work. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a little bit more to the story than that. Because... That's right. I forgot she was meeting a friend, but then, but then, right. They go to the restaurant and they don't have any footage of her there. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, that's the first thing it comes up that there's no CCTV footage of her in the restaurant at all. They interview her friends, her colleagues, and nobody had arranged to meet for her for lunch with her. So Cody Ketchum is slowly becoming suspect number one. And but he gives over his phone and he the police say, well, it really was just his his um his version of events. We can't prove that he didn't drop her off because because there weren't outside cameras at Braun's. So they're saying we he absolutely could have done that. And she wrote back to him. Then we start to hear from the friends and family that when they couldn't reach her. You know, they'd been texting during that period and she that that Cody had received a text message back from her and she hadn't texted any of them back, which they thought, well, why did he? So they start, you know, checking out where phone signals were and that it was all in this very, it's a very small town. It was all in the same area. Then we find out the police just very casually, Kate, go, you know, and then a month, like a couple of weeks later, her phone, you know, a contract expired. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P something and her phone was turned off so we couldn't get any couldn't get any history off it then anyway so what what 
There's a lot of stuff with this police. A lot of stuff. Yeah, they weren't being the most careful with everything uh, or thorough. So what's the next big bombshell? The next big thing is they find the purse, right? No, before then. Oh, she. they find out she was pregnant. She was pregnant, guys. She was pregnant. And she's 40 years old, having an affair, and pregnant. So at this point, you could think, well, maybe Tommy is elevated as to prime suspect, the husband, because he finds out his wife's having an affair and pregnant, off with her head. Or is it Cody? Cody was married himself, by the way, guys. He was married, realizes he's got her pregnant. She wants to keep the baby. It's like scenarios old as time. And he realizes he has to get rid of her or try to convince her to get an abortion. And then they start fighting and then something happens. Who knows? And there's also this question that they have about her just walking out because we didn't say this, but earlier they had found out from her family members that actually she just walked out on the first husband But her family members are like, no, it's not the same thing because she went to her grandma's house and she filed for divorce the next day. She wasn't out of contact with everyone in her life. The cousins who said this was saying, yeah, we knew exactly where she was the entire time. She took her son and she left him. But Tommy, it was Tommy, the husband that was making this out, which made him suspicious because he was saying she walked out on her first husband and vanished which didn't happen. So you're like, why is Tommy painting that picture? That's interesting. And the cousins rebuting it, saying that that didn't happen. That's not how it was. Well, and then we find out that the marriage between her and Tommy wasn't all roses either. Yes. Yes. And there's an affair and there's a baby. And then in late February, Kate, they find something. Yes. They find her purse, uh, which is just a little bit into a wooded area. It looks like someone just tossed it into this wooded area and it has all her IDs, regular purse stuff and her medication. And her family member tells us she had a heart condition. She needs this medication. It's one thing to ditch your wallet or ditch your phone if you're running off somewhere, but she would have brought this with her. Yeah, it was medication she needed every day. It's everything was there. And there were also, it was sad, there was also leaflets in there about pregnancy and finding out you're pregnant. So at this point, they, uh, you know, the family is sure something's happened to her, but her son Trenton, who's speaking on this documentary, is like, I just kept, I always have faith she's going to come home. I always have faith she's going to come home. Then there is a turn in this case that is so bizarre, never saw this coming. We get this introduction of a woman named Luann Woolley. Now, her cousin, um, uh, Holly's cousin, who's, who's, who's narrating a lot of this and giving a lot of these, and not narrating, giving us a lot of interviews, she says, Luann kind of came out of nowhere. She was a local woman that had joined and commented on a Facebook group that we had about Holly being missing. She explained that she had had a daughter that had passed away and she would help in any way she could. She said, and Luann was like a saint, an angel, she described her. She came in and she started conducting her own searches. She was going around Brahms. She was going around wooded areas. She was investigating. 
everything she could. And then there was this, I don't understand if you understood any of this recording information, Kate. Explain what happens next. So Luan is like on this case. She's on the case and she's going to the police. And I think she had gone to them a couple times maybe, but she ends up going there saying, no, I have evidence. I have this recording. I was at this house and people were talking about this murder. And we hear a bit of the recording and it's basically an unidentified guy saying that he heard something about her body being thrown in a well. But they couldn't figure out the details of it. They were like, whose house is this? Who are these people? And they didn't really say exactly. They kind of smoothed over this, but basically they were like, they threw it out as, you know, it wasn't real evidence because they couldn't find any, they couldn't substantiate any of it. And Right. And the policeman comes on and says, you know, we didn't really believe Luanne. She, that she just kept talking in circles. You wouldn't get direct answers from her. And I d- that just blew my mind because she said also her husband was having this conversation with this mystery man in a house and she was also there and she was recording. It was via her husband. And I'm thinking, well, then name the man and name the house and lead them there and interview the man. And But it was very, very odd. I didn't understand the explanation, whether they were just trying, maybe Luanna given the name, but the, they didn't want to give this man's name out on television. It was just a really odd thing. This policeman was just like, we couldn't substantiate what she was saying. We essentially didn't believe her. We didn't believe. And she talked in circles. She'd give us different answers. Then, Kate, something happens out of nowhere that I was not expecting. This was so sad. Luann's body is found in a barn hanging. She's dead. So the cousin of Holly is talking and saying, we just got this phone call that Luann's dead, that she supposedly committed suicide by hanging. And then Holly's cousin just says, well, I just don't believe that she did it. I believe that there are people that were trying to cover up what Luann knew and that and that she could have possibly been killed so that's a whole other aspect to this entire case and this is basically a teeny tiny town in Oklahoma I'm just like what is this intrigue and then we find out very closely to this and this is by the way all in a few months this is all happening very quickly in 2017 Holly goes missing in January February the purse is found March or February Luann comes on by summer she's dead then we find that these teens were playing in a creek or a lake or something and they find humans human remains they find out it isn't it isn't Luann sorry it isn't Holly but it's another woman in her 50s who went missing two weeks after Holly. What's going on in this town? It's a lot. And, and a then lot. it's and then they just they smoothed over this like, oh no, it was actually another woman in her 50s who went missing two weeks after Holly, and it was just um classified as accidental drowning. And then the son Trenton goes on to say, Yeah, I, I hear about 
you know, them finding remains all the time. And I just checked to see if it's my mom, but I don't really invest in it too much. And I was like, how often are you hearing about remains getting found in your small town? I live in Los Angeles in a sprawling city and everybody that's found you usually kind of get a notification if it's suspicious circumstances. You're not just seeing bodies every. It was the strangest comment by him. The whole aspect of Luan dying, being so invested and then dying, then having these human remains of another woman that went missing. That It was just an accidental drowning. That's it. A couple of weeks after Holly, you're like, what is going on? So they're kind of wrapping up this this episode. It's about 45 minutes long, this episode. And they're wrapping it up by interviewing Trenton and Trenton just saying, you know, I... I do hope that my I I do expect her to come home. That's where that's how I live, and I expect one day to see my mum again. And the last kind of thing, the screen goes black, and we get notification in two thousand and eighteen, human remains were found wearing green clothing, which was similar to the thing that um, um, Holly was wearing when she went missing but they have yet to be identified. And then, Kate, I'm sure you did the same as I and followed up what happened next. Yeah, so why didn't you tell us what happened next? The show didn't do this, but we looked it up. So these remains, not the first remains they talk about on the story, God, but uh, the, the last time they found these remains on the show, they got them tested. It took two, so that was 2018 they found the remains. And it took two years for them to get these tested. Four years, didn't it? Oh, no, two years. No, two years. In 2020, they found out that it was indeed Holly's remains. And then did you read the latest in last year? I did. Yeah. They finally, in October uh, 2022, last year, they finally arrested their suspect. And it was Cody. It was her boyfriend. Um, They arrested him. I don't believe he's admitted guilt. He is going on trial later this year for her murder. It's just a a web of lies and secret lives and cheating and murder. And then a suicide. I mean, it was wild, Kate. A lot, I'm telling a lot goes on in these small towns across America. A lot goes on. They evidently do. Because these, when I watch these shows, and I've always said it to you that I'm just like, this is a tiny, tiny little village. And all this shit is going on. I'm like, and you, you know, it's, it's a case. It can be sometimes you marry super young. You get, you do all this adult stuff young and you hit, late 30s you hit 40s and you think i haven't done anything with my life for me so then you start these affairs and this stuff that could be these you know you hear like these scams and i don't know it just always blows my mind of people that i'm like you just seem very ordinary settled in your lifestyle life and then you find out they're robbing banks and planning escapes with boyfriends it's just wild so i guess yeah, well, I I want to follow up on what happens with his trial next. It's yeah. next month. Um, Is it next month? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see, but yeah, I guess I guess he uh, wanted 
to end things and maybe she didn't I mean well, I guess I'm I sure I, I mean it could have been it could have been you know premeditated he could have decided to take her up that day and kill her but it could have been a matter that they got into this conversation about the baby and he just went this can't happen it's going to ruin my life she said I wanted to keep it and he killed her and the baby of course he killed her as two people that were killed her and the baby and with the body being for so long, I'm sure there was very, I'm sure they, it was very hard to find out what actually killed her. Yeah. But the family knows. But I mean, you think of the husband, just finding out your wife was having an affair, finding out she was pregnant by somebody else and that he killed her and then raising two young boys on your own. And then the children knowing it's it's really was just... Jeez, it took you on a roller coaster, I'm telling you. I really did. But um, I mean, I know that this is a series I'll revisit, Kate. Like there was 11 seasons, so many people and so many bizarre stories. I read more and more of the synopsis of some of the episodes and you're just blown away with with these cases. What about what about yourself? Do you think you'd revisit Disappeared? would it probably yeah. wouldn't be my go-to i tend to escape to silly dumb shows yeah. <laughs> or do yeah a little fluffier but i think if i were in the mood to watch something like this i would watch this show again because there were definitely some things they glazed over that i wanted to know more about but that being said i thought they did a good job uh bringing in people close to the case and yeah with the way they handled the story and telling oh, it all. There was, there was one big thing as well. We speak about the police, which it's hard. I mean, they evidently never let go of this case. They got him in the end. I mean, to, to you know, to the, to the case of like the, the, the cops, they, they didn't let this go cold. They continued working it. They finally got the evidence and they got him convicted. But the major thing is we didn't say when they found her purse, they, took the contents out and handed it back to her husband. And so the cousin was like, why would you not keep this as evidence? I'm pretty sure they didn't even take everything out of it either. They like took the documents or something. They took like a couple things out of it and then just gave it, yeah, gave it back to the husband. (laughs) It was so bizarre. There was that. And then the fact that the family was appalled that it took two years to get these remains identified. Two years it took. Yeah, I read they had to send them to a lab and it was a really long process to get it done, I guess. Well, what would you give this out of our rating, Kate? Okay, so if you're not familiar, we rate every show we watch on a scale of zero to 600. I grabbed that figure from My 600 Pound Life, one of the network's most popular shows. Yeah. Um, so there's a wide range to rate it on. I would give this in terms of learning and um entertainment I feel bad saying entertainment value I'm not really entertained by these horrible things yeah. but watchability um for 450 yeah I'm probably gonna go with that too I'm gonna go with that I'll definitely revisit it absolutely um all right guys well then we need to pick for next week obviously we have to pick what's going on next week and what we are going to cover so there's only one week we can do that and that is by going over to the wheel of shame 
guys we're going to shame and i promise you one day we will have a really i want a really good soundbite a little jingle jongle that's going to fit in there for our wheel of shame i'd love like maybe a so i would like vocals I'd like yeah. we heal the shame. Something like I want something really cheesy, old school, and I want vocals in it, Kate. Okay, I I kind of want to make something. We could make. Well, <laughs> I volunteer my vocals. I volunteer my outstanding, <laughs> award-winning vocals because that's how that's how it's gonna that's how it's just gonna elevate this show, guys. Yeah. We're at the wheel of shame. We've so much going on on the wheel of shame. We have awake surgery we have prison wives curse of the chippendales a ghost ruined my life that one i really like i'm so looking forward to that yes prison so, wives sounds good too i know should we go ahead and spin it kate yeah spin it all right three two one spin. okay come on give us a goodie give <laughs> us a goodie give us a goodie come on wheel of shame we have got All right. Oh, this is a different path, but I still think we're going to get quite, we're going to get some good stuff out this one. The show for next week, guys, is Addicted to Marriage. Addicted to Marriage. So we're going to meet some Looney Tunes that have got married like 15 times. And I hope that, that I would like it if this was intertwined with other Looney Tunes that got married four or five times and kept killing their spouses with a life insurance. That would be good as well. I would like if we could add that. One can only hope. God, I'm excited. I pulled it up. It looks really entertaining. Good. There's just one season out, I think. Uh, yeah, one season, six episodes episodes only all right well we'll probably watch the first episode that's what we usually do we'll watch the first episode um all right guys we're gonna love you and leave you you have yesterday's episode if you have not listened to it yet where we are covering all things shannon storms bedore her dui arrest and 90 day fiance before the 90 days you have this coming out on today on wednesday and then on friday you are getting um, a solo show because kate is be bopping around uh going on holiday so on friday it's gonna be a solo show um and um i'm gonna be covering everything real housewives and we're gonna have a ton more to talk about um oc bethany handing out people her unopened source jars at that point i'm sure and um shannon storms bid door so be sure to follow us on instagram at tender loving care podcast e- dm us email us we love it all um yeah email us at tender loving care pod at gmail.com kate do you want to give the spiel about our sponsor wait ways to help the show ways yes to help- yes so we release bonus content for you all an episode every other friday Um, And those are documentaries that we find fascinating on various topics ranging from true crime, unsolved mysteries, paranormal, celebrity, pop culture. Um, We just released one this past Friday, and that was about aliens in Brazil. Yeah, A very timely topic. And so we will have a new one of those coming out next Friday. And uh, you can 
sign up for $5 on patreon.com or just by clicking the locked episode in your feed and then just put your info in five bucks a month, two extra episodes, and you're supporting a great show. Another way to support is to share about the show, send the show to your friends, talk about it, spread the word and rate us five stars. All of that helps us grow and we appreciate you for doing any or all of the above. absolutely you guys are all dream dream lovers we love you and we will see you well i will see you on friday and kate safe travels and keep up look even though you're traveling you need to keep up on all world events get on page six hourly (laughs) i'll try my best (laughs) so much thank you for your service bye-bye guys bye Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.